Hello. Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay, Jam. <laughs> All right. Fill me in. Fill me in. Fill you in on what? Oh, introduce ourselves. God dang, I forget that. I'm Haley. I'm Beth. That's it. That's all I got. We like murder. (laughs) Comments. I like yours first. All right. My comment. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I want to thank Whitney, my new partner at work, because she gave me my murder. Did she? Yeah, she did. (sighs) And you love this one. I love this one so much. Oh, my gosh. Good. Okay. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, Also, we have (gasps) t-shirts. We got the t-shirts. Haley just now got her t-shirt. Yeah. For the first time. And I've already ordered another one. Yeah, I can't wait to wear them. They're actually really cute. Yeah, they are. And Jordan's supposed to be making um, the Ghost Investigator from episode two. Episode two was probably my favorite by far. Yeah. I wish we had the better audio. Yes. Yes. Yes, I Mm -hmm. so wish we did. Yeah. But he's supposed to be making that one. Like he tells me every night, I'm going to make it. And then he never does. And I started doing it. And he's like, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. (sighs) Yeah. um, But if you order one of our T-shirts... Please, uh, please post a picture. Yes. We're so excited. I'm so excited. I want to know what color you got. Yeah. I'm so excited. I got the gray. I love gray, though. Well, I got the darker gray, and then I was like, mm, I'm going to need this maroon. So now I have Did maroon. you get yours in? Yeah. It's okay, I'm going to see it when we're done. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, so we're late. Let me let me fill you in on why we're so behind. Okay. It's First not my fault all, this time. No, totally, totally my bad. So, you know, our life is kind of in shambles already, and like, let me tell you, I feel like I almost cry every time I get on here because it's the only time I have to like get Talk. away. Yes. Yeah. And, and get away. Yes. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm so thankful for everybody that helps us and everything like that. It's just nice to like be in this house, in Beth's house with it's quiet. It's like solidarity. Is that the right word? Yeah. And it's calming. And we don't have that at home. So let me, let me effing fill you in. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. All right. So, you know, right, was it right before? No, right after Spence's accident, we had a leak in the, from the roof down to the bottom floor. Yes. So they had to knock holes in the wall, tear up my pantry, everything like that. Right? Yeah. Pantry got redone like a couple weeks ago. So it had been like two months, no pantry. And then the walls started getting patched. Yeah. Because of all the holes they had to dig in the walls. Yeah. They got patched two weeks ago. So it was months with holes in the wall. And then I'm like, I kept thinking like our toilet downstairs where everybody goes. I'm like, okay, everybody in this house is nasty. Like they, there's pee on the floor all the time. Like, you know, I mop those floors around the toilet ring on the bottom yeah. all the time. But I, I'm just blaming it on Finn. I'm like, you're gross. <laughs> and Spence, like y'all are nasty. Well, so I clean it one day and then I flush the toilet and I noticed wait water's coming out right Mm, but maybe it's from the shower i had just taken a shower whatever who knows i wipe it up and then i go get a paper towel and i put it right beside it and i watch the water just slowly fill up that paper towel and i was like that's good that's great yeah i was like okay so toilet's leaking right yeah so we have to take the toilet out yeah the ring was replaced not too long ago i'm like there's something wrong with the ring right yeah take the toilet out we have no toilet then we realize that all of the urine from the past God knows how long mm-hmm. has leaked underneath the floors. Oh, great. That's mm-hmm. going to smell so good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love that smell. Hold on. In the midst of this, my air conditioner goes out. Love that for you. Yeah. Love it, right? They good come, smells. They, good smells. Good smells everywhere. It's like heat. <laughs> yeah. The summer heat with like 45 cats had pissed on the floor. Yeah. I take bleach. 
dump it all over that concrete floor and I shut the door and I'm like let that bleach settle yeah nasty the air goes out and I'm like okay great they come fix the air still no toilet they come back because air has gone out again oh good Mm -hmm. yep um and I'm like I'm about to lose my shit at this point right yes so the plumber comes over and he's like no it's not the toilet your pipe inside of the ground has busted so we really need to dig up this concrete. No, I don't. And I was like, mm, no, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Like we have to figure this out. So they try to figure out something, whatever. Well, then the air conditioner people come back. And they're like, your unit's shot. And I'm like, uh, that's a no. <laughs> we can't afford a new unit right now. Yeah. Like what? So they fix the toilet, put a new toilet on. Yeah. I laid tile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's crusty, but it's fine. <laughs> Toilet starts leaking. Again? Yep. Can't fix it, right? Well, then plumber comes back. They fix it. Everything's fine in the bathroom. Okay. Right? So they have to replace the unit because it's 100 fucking degrees. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I go into like a mental breakdown this day. I'm like, holy shit. You know, like I'm trying to get kids back and forth to school. I am Parker's birthday and I'm trying to fit in work because we're broke. Spence's next surgery is coming up. I'm going to lose my shit, right? Well, got the new unit. Well, they forgot to change the, or they didn't change out one of the pipes with the Freon, the charging thing. Yeah. So we, we don't have air still. Like still like today? Today. No air. Why have you been living at your house and not at mine? Well, we have the upstairs unit. But still. So, like, if we're dying, and luckily it hasn't been, like, the death Georgia heat, you know? Yeah, it has cooled down. Yeah, so thank God. Well, I quit. I, I mean, I quit. I don't know what else to do. Like, I'm over it. I'm so over it. So, then we get the lo- note from Parker's school that says, um, Classroom G, uh, there is a positive COVID case. Your child has been whatever, whatever. They, we have to close that classroom for the next 14 days. Yeah. And I'm like... 14 days. I can't keep my child for that long. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I have to work. Have you met Parker? Have you met Parker? Have you tried to work with Parker? No. And we're adding another surgery onto it. I am donezo. <sighs> donezo. Done. Well, if anyone else has any bad news for Haley, go ahead and bring leave it that in the comments. I mean, listen, bring it. Bring it on. I am here for it. Now would be the time. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm like, I'm being punked. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. So then I go, power cuts out when there was like a storm the other day, whatever, cuts back on. Yeah. Refrigerator is broken. But it's a millennial problem or like first first world problem because yeah. my the screen on it yeah. doesn't work. So if like an error message or like something pops up, you can't make it go away because you can't press the screen. Yeah. Which so is that annoying. means you can't get water or ice because you if the screen, if you, the doors are open or the screen's not working, you yeah. can't press dismiss. So you can't get water or ice out of the fridge, Ugh. which is stupid. Like yeah. I could literally open the freezer and then like, but you have to like open another door thing, the latch and then pull the ice bucket out to put so, it in there. That's something that would be annoying on a normal day. Yeah. But after all of this. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my. I was like, I fucking quit. <laughs> then Spence's truck breaks. They're like, it's going to be $3,200 to fix it. I'm like, let it burn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's he can't really drive anywhere anyway. Yeah. So, like, they fix, like, one or two things. And I'm like, you don't need air conditioning in your truck. No, not at all. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I so, had, I'm over it. I had the um, I had the 260 air conditioning in my 
my car one time. It's where you roll two of your windows down, you go 60 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Sure did. Yeah, I'm sure like, did. just don't put the kids in the car. Like, yeah. I mean. We have another vehicle. It's fine. Yeah. It's and fine. I'm like, where are you? I mean, like, I mean, you're you're literally like you're, they're cutting your bicep off in, in a few days. You're not going to need to drive it anyway. Yeah. I would offer you one of our vehicles, but like, you don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. Oh. <laughs> Well, there's that bedroom over there. Yeah. Still got your name on it. <laughs> like, literally. Oh, and did you know that my son is allergic to ants? <laughs> Why? Yep. He got two ant bites on his foot. Okay. And his foot swelled up the size of like, um, like his little ankle was larger than the Coke can. Love that for him. Yeah. And like you couldn't press it. It starts turning purple. Two ant bites, right? So we have to send medicine to school because I'm like, I was thinking like, I can't send him to school. He can barely put his shoe on, right? Yeah. But then I can't be like, sorry, my son's not coming to school because like he got bit by aunt, you know? <laughs> it gets better after a couple days. And then yeah. last weekend, I'm like, put your shoes on. Put your shoes, doesn't put his shoes on to go outside. No. One ant bite. One ant bite. Couldn't get his shoe on the next two days. And his teacher, I saw her last night. And she was like, hey, um, I wanted to talk to you about something. I was like, crap, what do you do? She was like, what do I do about these ant bites? Like, it's really bad. We were walking to lunch and I thought his shoes cutting off his circulation because he can't. I was like, I don't know. Like at what point do you shoot him with the EpiPen? But like, it's just swollen. Yeah. That's not EpiPen material until like, until he gets bit by a bunch of them and then you EpiPen him. But like, what do I do? The poor kid can't put a shoe on when he gets bit by like it is. I took a picture of it. We can buy him, um, ant shoes. That are like 85 sizes too big. Yeah. So that Just one. Just the one. Oh, so if he steps with one we'll foot. We'll buy two. So One ant bite and his little foot is purple. And huge. <sighs> and hot. And then he wakes up all night. Scratch. Scratch it. And I'm like, no. I told you to put shoes on. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And then the teacher's like, it was really bad. I just told him to take his shoe off in class. I'm like, okay, well, next time I just won't send him. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to call the school and be like, sorry, my son got into an ant. One. Just one. Just one. Just one ant. Mm-hmm. Just one ant got him. Yeah. So if you would like to join my life, um, that's been the last week and a half. Two weeks. Oh, well, I hope an ant doesn't take Finn out because I'd miss him. Yeah. If he gets an ant power fight. No, we're not. Like I'll, I'm gonna bring him to you, and you. Just... I will stab him with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, Ben, I love you." <laughs> Four years. Okay, sorry, that was my rant. I'm good. Okay, well, I'm that's good. a very good rant. I mean, I feel like how I've, long did I go on? We're only eleven minutes. Holy in, shit. So. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Morning. Morning. This is a murder podcast, people. There's, there's murder. Like, there's blood. There's death. And people get murdered. We have that one podcast where nobody really got murdered, mm-hmm. but that's a that was a weird one. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, someone's going to die. Colorful language. Oh, yeah, because if you didn't already know that. Um, so if your children are around you, like either like tell them not to be, uh, listen later or just let them hear it. You ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. Yep. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Shoot. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I won anyway. <laughs> that was rock. I meant to do rock. <laughs> oh, I forgot. That was rock. I meant to do rock. I meant to I do won. rock. I won. I won. Uh-huh. Uh, cheater. But I'm going to let you have it. Mm, thank you. <laughs> you mm. I feel like you deserve it. Thank you. <laughs> I literally just started to like rock, paper, scissors again, but it turns out it looks just like rock. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so bad. Whoopsies. Okay, so how long is your story today? Because Beth said it's so long. She kept adding to it. And I was like, girl, remember. That's more editing. Yeah, but I don't usually edit, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> And okay. when you're like, I can't edit, I'm like, 
Okay, cool. Y'all just listen to this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so that means I go first, right? Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Like, I'm, I'm not so upset excited. about losing. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. excited. I have so, two stories. Oh, can we tell them that real quick? Yeah, yeah. So, we are recording a bonus episode today. So, if you're not on the Patreon, get there or be square. <laughs> right? You're going to miss it. There's so many yeah. bonus And episodes. it's a really good one. I almost want to read it as my normal one, but I won't. So. No, you can't. Okay. All right, guys. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank my partner, Whitney. Mm-hmm. I think I already said that. Yeah. I think, yeah well, whatever. Uh, double thank Whitney. Because mm-hmm. this one was so good. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Are we ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. So, 2005. Okay. Fairly recent. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm not going to try to interrupt. Okay. It's, you're still going to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. I've met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle Porter and her parents moved from Pennsylvania to Mountain City, Mountain City Tennessee. So, Janelle's around the age of 24 and 25. Okay. She lives with her parents, Marvin, who also goes by Buddy, and Barbara. Buddy was a former Marine and possibly worked for the CIA during the Vietnam War. Oh. Like, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not so sure. Uh, Barbara, she works for Hewlett Packard. Okay. All right. Cool. So, Janelle. HP. Yeah. Like HP. the computers. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> So, Janelle's parents are very overprotective, and that's like saying the very least about it. Okay. Like, way overprotective. Okay. Janelle's older sister, Christy, said that she never felt the need to take care of Janelle. You know, because the older sibling always takes care of the younger. Mm-hmm. She didn't feel the need to do that because Janelle's parents always took care of her and, like, coddled her. Okay. Like, she was the baby. Yeah. Okay. Um, but maybe that was because Janelle has some health concerns. What are her health concerns? Um, She has diabetes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Okay, but it's not that big of a deal. People live with diabetes all the time. I know, but I just feel like if it was my child, well, I guess not at the age of 24, but, you know, if it was, like, my child, I'd be like, what? I mean, I need to take care of this baby. I mean, yeah. And then you're so used to it forever, that's all you know. But you're taking care of them in a different way than being way overprotective. Okay, yes. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's different. Um, But she also had some learning disabilities, so I kind of get this. Um, She was in special education classes during most of her school. And uh, her sister said that her social skills are a little off. <laughs> okay. A little off. <laughs> um, even as a child, Janelle had a hard time making friends. And then moving to Mountain City was no different. Um, she had a hard time making friends in person. But she was able to use the internet and Facebook. Okay. To, to make friends. So, in 2009, four years after moving there, Janelle meets Tracy Greenwell. And she's picking up some prescriptions at a store and meets Tracy. I think Tracy worked there. Okay. So Tracy feels bad for Janelle and starts to invite her to go places with her. Like, hey, come hang out with me and my friends. Come do this and that with us. But before Janelle and Tracy are able to, like, hang out, Mm -hmm. Tracy has to go meet Janelle's parents. What? 24 years old. I've got to meet your friends before you go out with them. Weird. 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 They insist not only once, but Tracy had to come to the house several times to meet them. What? Right? Several times before Janelle was able to go hang out with her. Okay. Um, not ever protective parents, though, are they? They're just yeah. doing it because of the diabetes. No, okay. <laughs> no, I get it now. Ooh, ooh. All right. So Janelle starts spending time with Tracy's family. They go, like, rock climbing. They go to family parties. Like, they're close, mm-hmm. right? So through Tracy... Janelle meets a man named Billy Payne. And I want to say it was Tracy's brother, but maybe I'm 
wrong because I didn't write that part down, but I'm pretty sure it was Tracy's brother. Okay. So Janelle has a crush on Billy. Oh. She got the hots for him. Um, but he already had a girlfriend. Oh. Billy Uh-oh. was dating Billy Jean. Oh. Right? Well, that's that's funny. Okay. Yeah. So Billy Jean Hayworth. So Tracy She sounds rich. <laughs> <laughs> like a rich redneck. <laughs> that's like the weirdest laugh ever. Hayworth. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Hayworth, it does. It does. Billie Jean Hayworth. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Billie Jean Hayworth. <laughs> I am representing Tuscaloosa, Alabama. No, Mountain City, Tennessee. Mountain City, Tennessee. I am running for World Princess, <laughs> Princess of Mountain City, Tennessee. <laughs> um, so Tracy feels bad for Janelle. So she sets her up with her cousin, Jamie. Oh, step down. Jamie Kerr. Jamie was, you know, not in a relationship, so it worked out for them. Yeah. But Janelle needs to keep this relationship a a secret because her parents are so overprotective. Oh. So the only time that Jamie is ever allowed to go to her house is when he's fixing her computer. I bet she breaking that bitch all the time. (laughs) Jamie's not trained on how to fix computers. But he could uninstall and reinstall Windows by reading step-by-step instructions. Oh. (laughs) It's probably better than I could do, though. Right? I'd be unplugging it. It came over multiple times to Uh fix their computer. Uh (laughs) You would be like, unplugged. I need someone to come fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've tried to turn it on, and it won't turn on. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Jamie eventually gets Janelle a, like, a prepaid phone like a pay by the oh phone, right? okay this allows the two of them to talk all the time without her parents knowing and janelle when he first got it had jamie hide it in a bush in the front yard <laughs> so she could go get it and hide it in that bush right there <laughs> hide it in the bush and i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it later <laughs> all right so they talked every day until janelle's mom barbara found the phone oh she was pissed. pissed yeah so uh jamie did what every good boyfriend does he bought another phone <gasps> like this is like this is love and they eventually start talking about eloping but then the day after jamie's birthday they had gone to a party at jamie's uh paul bill's house which is like his grandfather i think paul bill paul bill yeah wait uh-huh. who's 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 is this it's Jamie, the mm-hmm. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I think it's his grandfather. Oh, like Billy. So it's Paul Bill. Yeah, Paul Bill. Yeah. So for he Billy goes and to Billie Jean. Um, Paul Bill's house and they have a party and he got drunk and passed out on the couch. And so the next day at like eight o'clock in the morning, Buddy, which is Janelle's dad, mm-hmm. calls him and says, I found Janelle drunk in a ditch. Oh. <gasps> And she does not love you. And you need to stay away from her. And so then he puts Janelle on the phone. And she says, I don't love you, Jamie. You need to stay away from me. So Jamie says, okay, I'll leave you alone. I bought you two damn phones. Uh, Yeah. But okay. I'd be like, bitch, give me that prepaid phone (laughs) back. I'm going to need both of them back, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So, but three days later, Janelle calls and says, I love you. Let's get back together. Oh, God. So the two talk all the time. They send messages back and forth all day long. On on the new phone. On Yeah, on the new okay. second phone. But Janelle refused to let Jamie call her. 
Like, you can't ever call me. I'll call you. Golly, I feel like this is that Munchausen's by proxy kind of thing. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. Okay. Um, But they can never, like, she always called him, which I mean, I get, I don't get, you're 24 years old. But you don't yeah, want if your I was mom, like 12, 13, you know, and you don't I'm like, want your mom crying out. Yeah. Don't call me, I'll call you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't go on a date because Janelle's mom does not like Jamie. Like, Janelle's parents don't like Jamie, so they can't go on a date. Mm-hmm. So, but everything seemed great. Okay. With Janelle hanging out with Tracy and the friend group and everything. And Janelle even still talks to Billy. Remember the guy that she had the crush oh. on? All the time. But they're just friends. Like, it's a friend group thing. Um, But things get weird when Jamie brings up the fact that Billy and Billie Jean seem to be totally in love. And, you know, like, they, they're really happy together. And Janelle would say... He's eventually gonna leave her. She's just another girlfriend. She like, said, Billy Jean is not your lover. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's disgusted by their love. Things then get weirder. <laughs> it's like weird. <laughs> weird. We're there. <laughs> when Billy Jean moves in with Billy at Paul Ball, Paul Bill's house. Okay. Okay. Moving into my green daddy's house. Right, and they become pregnant. Nope. So, so, oh. all of a sudden, anonymous posts start showing up on Janelle's Facebook. <gasps> Was it Billy Jean? No, that's it? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, they claim <laughs> that Janelle's a bad person and they threaten to get her raped. Get her raped? Get her raped. <laughs> I'm going I'm to get, get you raped. <laughs> I'm going to get you raped. You better act right. I'm going to get you raped, girl. You don't even know. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what a threat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So shortly after the post, Jamie receives a message from a man named Chris. Janelle tells Jamie that Chris is like a brother to her. That Chris lived next door to her when she lived in Pennsylvania and would take her to school. But also, Chris works for the CIA. <gasps> Does he really? Or is she making this shit up? That's what she says. He works for the CIA. She oh. says that he has a house in Tennessee now. He also has a house in Pennsylvania and goes back and forth, but he's mostly in Tennessee. Who is this Chris? A CIA ex-neighbor. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Chris doesn't have an email account. Oh, because he's in the CIA? Because he's in the CIA. Yeah. Um, so, Jamie can only talk to him by text or an email sent from Janelle's email. So, like, he logs into Janelle's email <sighs> and sends this. And um, while they text a lot, Jamie never talks to Chris on the phone because this CIA man has a phobia of phones. I'm scared of phones. So I it's can't, Janelle. I can't talk on the phone. I'm scared of them. I was, so, I was so scared of the phone. Germs. So, in 2010, some negative comments start showing up on the town's website. They have a freaking website. Topics. And they like, it's like a gossip site. <gasps> Yeah. So Matt Potter, who was Janelle's brother, okay, claims that Billie Jean and two of her friends, I started yelling because I'm getting so excited about this, <laughs> that Billie Jean and two of her friends, Tara Osborne and Lizzie Th- Lindsay Thomas, are no good whores. <laughs> he posts that? Yeah. You no good whores. They no are good no whores. good whores. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. He goes on and accuses them of selling drugs and threatens violence against them. A woman but he did not threaten to get him raped. He didn't threaten to get him okay, raped. Okay, just, just clearing just that up. Violence. Yep. 
So a woman by the name of Kelly also agrees with Matt's statements and even even says one of the girls has HIV. Oh, okay. Now I have I have re- what a rumor. <laughs> this rumor mill is just getting better and better. Okay, I have printouts. Shut up. Of this conversation. Are you ready? <laughs> Thursday. Oh my God. April twenty first. Dan White, AOL. Mm. Wow, Matt and Kelly. I knew she was bad, but I had no clue she was off the deep end. She is crazy, that's for sure. Sounds like all of them are. I know Billie Jean, that bitch lived with more guys and have sex with 80% of Mountain City. And I'm sorry, I, the names are in here weird. And Lindsay, I would say half of Mountain City. And then you trade and Butler and you have Doe and then Johnson City and then Kingsport. She has been all over and she does have HIV. This is all around town. And Lindsay, she gave it to her poor husband. He's a nice guy, but he never wants to be home with her. I think when his baby is 18, he will leave her dumbass too. She's a whore too. (laughs) I agree with you both. And this girl, Janelle, I do know... and as in passing and she's a good girl and was brought up right you can tell everything is your welcome hello and thank you and she's just a sweet girl i will be playing for janelle as far as the other ones go there are no good horse foots <laughs> that is carrying something and giving it to everyone damn girls they live in high school and they need to grow up okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> who wrote that uh dan white aol and this is like on the community page. On the community page. All right, you ready? Oh my God. Thursday, April 21st, Matt Porter, which is the Jan- brother, Janelle's brother. Janelle's brother. Oh my God. <clears throat> Janelle is a sweet person, and people try to get her, but she has a lot of us behind her if she knows it or not. But her dad is big time, and he will deal with the rest of this shit. They're fucking whores. Oh my Lanta. And this is like on an AOL chat room. This is like a like a a town thing, and you can post any name. Like you don't have to put your real name. Okay. You can post any name you want. Okay. It's on a town thing. So Friday, April twenty second, oh Matt God. Porter. Well, I guess Billy Jean don't know or Billy don't know that I have his number and his phone is being tapped. I know what he said about Janelle, and it was wrong. He's fucking. He's a fucking work when he gets. When these girls are doing this to Janelle, we got our stuff, and Janelle, I'm sure, has stuff too. I'm going to be posting numbers if they don't stop bugging Janelle, and all kinds of people will be calling them. I have sales to home numbers, and fucking Billie Jean is getting so fat with that baby. She looks like a chipmunk (laughs) that's eating so many nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she loses that baby in time. Oh, God. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> don't need a mother like Billy Jean. And Billy, he's no father by the way he acts and talks. Sooner they move out of town, the better. I think something about getting a house. I hope he can't get it. I hope they have to live out in the woods. More better for Chipmunk. She can't make <laughs> friends out there and fuck deer and bear and whatever else. I hope a bear would eat her. But the way she looks, it would go running the other <laughs> way. <laughs> LOL. Ugly ass bitch whore. Can't leave no one alone. Druggy whore ass bitch. Go fuck a damn tree for all I care. Leave Janelle alone. These people are just like ripping on these three girls. 
And it, I just think it's different. He's like, druggy, whore-ass bitch, go fuck a damn tree. Like, how many cuss words do we need to put in this? And then the bear will go run the other way. <laughs> Ouch. That's not nice. <laughs> and then a Mike Dunn posted, I'm about to fight with you, Billie Jean, a girl. Mike Dunn is about to fight Billie Jean. Why oh don't you God. shut your fucking mouth up, you bitch? Is she not on there commenting? Um, no. What? Okay. One day you're going to beat up a really good... You're going to get beat up really good and left for dead. You better <gasps> shut up, you bitch. Go fuck a cow. <laughs> Why are all the animals? <laughs> Why? Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Go fuck a cow for all I care. Damn hooker slut bag whore and your bastard baby. <laughs> Well, take it with you and leave this fucking town. You won't hear Liam. I wonder if she's reading it like, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn hooker slut bag whore. <laughs> like, what? If it were me, I'd be like, um. <laughs> well, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to read. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how to handle this. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Not done. Matt. <laughs> You see why I couldn't stop? Yeah. I couldn't stop. <laughs> so Matt Dunn, or Matt Potter, rep- posted a response. Damn, I think we just need to gut her and leave her for dead and kill Holy the damn fucking shit. whore. shit. He also threatened to treat Billie Jean, or he also threatened Billie Jean saying, you're a fucking no good person and your day is coming. And this is on the town website. Like, for everybody to read, including the police. Yeah. <laughs> what goes on the internet stays on the internet. You know. Oh my god. So, so uh, okay. So Janelle is had a little rough spot now with Billy, who she had the crush with, his girlfriend Billy Jean. And remember Tracy, the sister? Yeah. Yeah. I bet Tracy's like, ooh, sorry y'all. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sorry that I made her friend <laughs> yeah. with us. Uh, my bad. <laughs> so they start, you know, not not being happy and um billy and janelle billy and no billy and tracy are not happy with janelle oh, okay got it obviously yeah you know although they think that all these posts are just janelle and that she's a catfish see that's what i was thinking because that's so many hilarious. people that this small town mm-hmm. nobody knows in the small town she but they're make, all she did making up names but they're all talking shit about these three girls like they know everything about them <laughs> So, Billy starts to print out all of these posts, and he keeps them in a three-ring binder. Oh, my God. He shows them to Tracy. I don't know if she didn't know about him at first, because, like, I don't know if everybody gets on that webpage. I'd be on I there every day. Every day, yep. reading all that gossip. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if everybody didn't get on there. So, um, Billy shows it to Tracy. So, Tracy sends a message in November of 2010 to Janelle. And it says, your friend Matt needs to leave um, Billy Jean... And the other two girls off the topics website. You lost my brother, Billy, as a friend, and I'm not happy with you either. Oh, Tracy sent. Okay. So Tracy sends that to Janelle. To which Janelle replies, she doesn't know who Matt, her brother, because Matt's her brother. Yeah. She doesn't know who he is. Oh. I don't know who he is. Oh, bullshit. And um, I didn't have anything to do with these posts. And Uh Billy and Billie Jean have been talking bad about me. Janelle said that? Yeah. (laughs) So, later on that year, Janelle sees Tara, one of the girls that, you know, that all the bad stuff was posted about. She was the third girl. Yeah, the third girl. And um, she talks to her at the grocery store. And 
like it was about Jamie had given her a ring and so she was telling like the person that was checking her out about the ring and then Tara was behind him and she was like, Hey, Jamie, give me this ring. And Tara um, was like, Fuck you, bitch. Right? Yeah. Um, and so she sends Janelle sends Tara a Facebook friend request. Oh. So Tara accepts because maybe this is like putting everything behind us, right? Mm-mm. And um, but then she goes tired of like all the negativity that Janelle created on Facebook. So you have the people that post all these bad things like, oh, woe is me. All this stuff is going on and mm-hmm. all this drama. And it's like that. They feed off of that. Mm-hmm. That was what Janelle did. OK. But not only that, she excessively messaged Tara over and over and over and over and Ugh. over again. No. Even when Tara did not respond. So then in September of 2010, Tara finally responds to Janelle and she apologizes for not responding to the messages, says she has computer problems. <laughs> like, I'm I'm sorry. My phone was dead. Right? <laughs> My phone was dead. <laughs> Kaylee's like, I just, I, I just didn't read it. I just didn't care. Yeah. Um, so Janelle responds with this. Hey, sweetie, it's really okay. I understand. I hope you're. I hope you all are doing well. I thank you for taking the time to write me. I hope you can get it all worked out and everything. I'm not sad or mad or anything with you, honey. I can understand. It's okay. I'm doing okay. My health is not well and things I'm trying to fix and let people go and just leave me alone. But I think that it is too much to ask for. Laugh out loud. Not LOL. Like literally wrote laugh out loud. (laughs) If they don't stop talking and putting me down, I'm going to end up saying what I'm really thinking and how mad I really am. And see how they like it. I've not done anything to anyone. And I stay to myself. And I talk to my friends. But they go overboard. And they are just mean girls. Really. I hate that they talk about me. And I hate that they act like they do anything to anyone to get away with it. It's sad. Well, anyways. I hope you are doing well. I'm praying and thinking of all of you. Or of you all. Take care and God bless. Now, Janelle is saying that Tara is one of the girls that talks bad about her. And then in this thing, it's like, these girls are just talking bad about me. Like, you mean me? Yeah. But I'm not <laughs> talking bad about you? So Tara tries to pre- appease Janelle um, and sending all these messages. And so she just tries to make it so that her Facebook doesn't show up when she's on. Like, you know how you can set it so you, nobody you can see like when hide you're online? Them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is before you could hide them. You just okay. can't see that I'm online now. So yes. before you could see, I was on my Facebook and then message me and then be like, why didn't you write me back? You are yes. on. So she says, that, like, she changes it so that she, it, it just shows offline all the time. But Janelle continues to excessively message her. So Tara eventually unfriends her. Oh, shit. Yeah. How dare you unfriend me? Uh-huh. So this upset Janelle. Uh huh. So she questioned Tara, wondering why. Why did you unfriend me? Mm-hmm. Tara tells her that she defriended a lot of people in order to make her Facebook just close family and friends only. <laughs> and Janelle said, "I understand. I've deleted a lot of people too." But wait till I kill you, right? Um. So Janelle later sends Tara messages Ugh. claiming that Tara's harassing her through phone calls. And with her mailbox. Wait, she sends terror messages? Yeah, Janelle sends terror messages saying, mm-hmm. stop harassing me. You're harassing me through phone calls and at my mailbox. I don't know, like, what at her mailbox. Like, if she's sending messages or what. I don't know. And so, Tara's like, I'm not doing any of that. I'm tired of all the drama that you caused. Please just leave me alone. 
And Janelle's like, leave me alone, Tara. Stop harassing me. And you're causing me to have health problems. Like, this is also, like, it's so stressing to me. I'm having health problems now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so Tara's like, uh, uh, I'm not. Gone. Like, what a scary situation to be in. Right? You're like, holy shit. She's, right? so, she's so crazy. So Tara's like, or Tara receives several more calls after that call from Janelle. And one of them is from a male using a voice disguiser. Like, (laughs) whatever. And the man's like, leave Janelle alone. And Tara says, I'm not harassing her. And the caller's like, I'm going to take all this to the sheriff's office. So Janelle goes to the sheriff's office herself, and she files for an order of protection. Against Tara? Or Tara goes and files for one against Janelle. Mm -hmm. So similar things occur with Lindsay, the second girl. So the other one of the three. Um, I don't feel like we need to read all of those messages, but then I was like, there, some are just so good, I can't help but not read them. I'm here for it. So, this is the final one, after a whole bunch of back and forth. With we Janelle, should post some of these. Right? Yeah. With Janelle saying, like, please leave me alone, you're harassing me, and Lindsay being like, I'm not harassing you. So, this is the last one from Janelle. Well, I think it's... I think they really need to stop their damn games. As far as me being smart, it's kind of funny. I got a 4.0 out of high school, and I'm still smarter than you girls. I don't like you anymore. I thought you were nice, but you are not. And wow, you're dumb, for everything is right in front of you. Let me guess, you do drugs with them? (laughs) I will block you, and I will never talk to you ever again. Good. Right. I think you're no good rich whores. And what? Where is this girl's parents? Now I'm on their team. Like, they need to control her. The three of you need to get over yourselves. Like, that was her message. And I'm like, okay, you got a 4.0, but you can't spell. No. You have no grammar. Nope. And they're like, yeah. But, but, yeah, all of this started because Lindsay also defriended Janelle on Facebook. Oh, God. So, Janelle... Like, she's stressing me out. This is why you have anxiety right now, is because this is stressful. Right? Yeah. Right? So, Lindsay eventually calls Janelle, and she's Mm -hmm. like, can you please stop messaging me? Please stop writing stuff. Please Mm -hmm. stop. But now Janelle has her phone number. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. She starts calling Lindsay sometimes up to 15 or 20 times a day. Nope. Janelle would ask Lindsay to leave her alone, or she would just simply breathe into the phone. But yeah, caller ID is a thing back in 2010. So Lindsay knows this is Janelle. five years later. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. So in 2000. I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out, right? Like I'm <laughs> starting to, to doodle. Yeah. So in 2000 and, or in July of 2011, Billy Jean and Billy welcomed their son. Okay. He, um, a few weeks after he's born, mm-hmm. Billy Jean is pumping gas. And Lindsay's in the car. Um, a vehicle pulls up behind him and blocks him in. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay sees Janelle and her mom, Barbara. So both of them. Mm-hmm. The mother duo yell at Billie Jean that she does not deserve to be a mother and that God should not have given her that child. Oh, the fuck? You are a few weeks after giving birth and someone yelling that you don't deserve your child. Yeah. So Jamie. Okay. Back to Jamie. So, Jamie eventually gets accepted by Janelle's family. Because all this time, he's still been an outcast. Like, they can't talk. They can't whatever. Right? Right. So, he eventually gets accepted by the family. And he's allowed over for dinner. And the family often talks about... 
or when he's allowed over for dinner, the family often talks about the harassment that Janelle is receiving online from Billie Jean, Tara, and Lindsay. Um, Jamie's not like, y'all are fucking high? No. They're okay. all about it. Okay. So Barbara also brings up how angry Chris is. Um, he seems to be so upset by the way Janelle is being treated and how he wants the harassment that she's receiving to stop. Chris often um, brought up his work with the CIA, saying that he had gotten rid of people in Russia and New York, and he said that the local law enforcement is dumb, and all this is by an email. Like, Buddy, Barbara, and Chris have all been communicating via email. Mm -hmm. And Chris even offers to get Buddy a job with the CIA, because, you know, Chris works for the CIA. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get you a job with the CIA. He says to them... That I talked to my boss and they've made an ID for Buddy. And when they say that Buddy hasn't gotten it, he's like, I don't understand. Like, we have it. Why? But just go get it. So Chris often Ooh, tells Buddy and Barbara that he. Uh, just over email. Yes, just so over email. Janelle's email. It, yes. Because he what? doesn't have his own email. Okay. So Chris tells Buddy and Barbara that he's been working on getting the three mean girls for Janelle. Like, he's going to get them. Ooh. Um, Barbara says that hopefully Buddy will get his ID soon and that they we, that way they can go after the girls with the CIA guns. <laughs> Are these parents stupid too? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you remember how they have another child, the girl, mm-hmm. the Christy? Yes. Also in these emails, they talk about how once, like they hate her. They hate her so much. <laughs> and how they are going to get her. And that how uh, they want Buddy to get his badge or his ID for the CIA so uh-huh. that he can be the one to arrest her. For what? I don't know. Oh, okay. Not liking us because okay. we're crazy. Yeah, this is the weirdest family. Right? Yeah. I think there's something wrong with all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in an email to, Cra- or to Jamie, Chris writes, about his displeasure with the harassment towards the Potters, like all of them. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I can't wait for you and Buddy and us to do our jobs. You know, because that's what the CIA does. Their job. Their job. <laughs> <laughs> so November 30th, 2011, by the way, I didn't put this in here, but Janelle, not, yeah, Janelle had been taken to court from Lindsay. Like, Lindsay took Janelle to court for harassing her via phone. And it eventually gets dismissed. And she's like, I won't do it anymore. So, it gets dismissed. Uh-huh. So, nope. they go to court. And then that day, Jamie goes and has lunch with Janelle and her family. Because they had Jamie go to court with them and blah, 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 blah. So, after they're done eating, Billy shows up in the parking lot. Billy confronts the porters about the bad treatment and Billy and Buddy have a verbal exchange, and Jamie, who is Billy's cousin, leaves. He just doesn't say anything to anyone, and he just leaves. Yeah, he's like, I'm out of here. Um, I'm done. Yep. So Billy confronts Jamie, saying, um, telling him everything, shows everything that Janelle's been saying, and Billy admits to him that he's wrote stuff online, but only in response to what Janelle has said about them. So he's Wait, like... Is, so he's admitting he's one of those people? No, he's oh. admitting that he also writes... Okay. Things online. Okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, but it's only re- only in response to what Janelle says. Like, he okay. didn't instigate anything. He's right. just responding to the stuff that's been said about him. Okay. So, Janelle, or Jamie asked Janelle, can you please just stop responding and delete all these messages? Like, just give it up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just. He's talking to. 
to Janelle. Okay. So Jamie ta- asked Janelle, like, just please just stop responding and just give it up. So then Buddy even contacts the sheriff about all the harassment that Janelle's receiving. Okay. And the sheriff says, you should get rid of your computer because that seems to be your whole problem for Janelle. <laughs> it's like they knew something was off. Yeah. But Janelle, she just doesn't stop. She keeps posting multiple times a day. Like, this is her life. Like, is everybody like, oh, there's something wrong with her? Or I I don't know. I mean, is I nobody catching on to the red flags? Then maybe we're just ignoring them. I don't know. Okay. But she calls the women whores and sluts and refers to Billy and Billie Jean's son as that damn baby. That damn baby. That damn baby. (laughs) So, January 30th of 2012. Oh, my. I still can't believe this is going on so long. Right? Like, I mean, how exhausting. She moved there in 2005, but she didn't meet all of them to 2009 okay but that okay so 9 10 11 12 that's yeah. still four years of this and you mess. Know how exhausting that is well you have this like you're walking on fucking eggshells because you don't know what this bitch is gonna say to everybody in the town right oh my god no i'd call my daddy good, in a heartbeat you probably had a good like oh, fucking thing half a year of them being friends and mm-hmm. then she's like ah uh, he's not leaving that baby mama of his and i am over this so now i'm going to harass Everybody. 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 Mm-hmm. I'd seriously call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I would call my dad, too. Yeah. My dad would be like, just turn the computer off. It'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Just ignore them. Um, so, January 30th of 2012, Barbara asked Jamie to come over because they need some work on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and while he's there, Janelle and um, Barbara are in a different room. And Buddy comes in there and says, hey, son, I need a favor. Oh, no. I need you to take me down down there next to Billy's. Uh, let me out, go down the road, come back, or turn around, come back and pick me up. <gasps> but he doesn't give a day. He just like, hey, sometime, can you do this? Nope. No, I cannot. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, so later that night, Janelle and Jamie actually talk on the phone. And when they hang up, Janelle sends Jamie a text message saying, don't take your cell phone with you in the morning. You're like, bitch, where? Ain't nobody asked me to do nothing in the morning. Your dad asked me to take him and drop him off at Billy's house sometime, but didn't tell me when. Nope. Don't take your cell phone so they can't fucking track you. All right. So January 31st, the next day, 2012, Buddy calls in his favor to Jamie. So Buddy shows up at Jamie's house. Jamie gets in Buddy's vehicle. He's like, first of all, why do you need to drive? Why do I need to drive you and drop you off when you have a car and I'm going to get in the car with you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they drive down to a church parking lot near Billy's house. Remember, Billy lives with Billy Jean and Paul Bill. Mm-hmm. Everybody in this house is named Bill except for the baby. Baby Bill. <laughs> <laughs> baby Bill. <laughs> um, so Paul Bill leaves for work and Buddy tells Jamie, Let's go walk over here. Like, where, where are we walking? <laughs> to the house. They're going to walk through a field to the house. So Jamie questions, like, what's going on? Billy's going to be upset when he sees us. Like, wh- what are we doing here? And Buddy replies to Jamie, or Buddy replies that Jamie would not have to kill anyone. I just need you to stand by that door. For what? I'm not going to kill anyone. I just got to stand by the door. But I don't understand what's going on here, sir. I'm not so happy about this. Nope. So the pair enters the house through the sliding glass back door, which apparently everybody entered the house that way, by the Mm -hmm. way. Buddy goes down the hallway while Jamie stands at the glass door. 
Jamie hears Buddy say, or Billy say, what the hell? Sees Billy Jean run out of that bedroom and further down the hall and goes into another bedroom. Jamie hears a gunshot. Buddy comes out of the bedroom, looks at Jamie, wants to know where Billie Jean is, and he points to the bedroom that she ran to. Jamie walked to the first bedroom where Buddy had just came out of while Billy go or while Buddy goes to the other bedroom. In that first bedroom, he finds Billy laying on the bed. He then hears another gunshot. So Jamie turns and runs out of the house all the way back to Buddy's vehicle and then like empties his stomach contents, just throws up. So later that day, Brad Osborne, who is a co-worker of Billy's, shows up to take Billy to work. I guess they carpooled. Mm-hmm. When Billy didn't come out at the normal time, he got nervous. And so he went inside the house to get him. He opens the sliding glass back door, walks inside, calls them. Nobody answers. He uses the landline to call Billy's cell phone. And Billy doesn't answer. So he just goes ahead and leaves for work. But he does know that there's an alarm clock going off inside the house. Where's the baby? We'll get there. Okay. Around 10 o'clock, Roy Stevens, who's a former neighbor, goes to the house to pick up mail. Like, I think that they were holding mail for him. Yeah. And he goes to the house to pick up mail. He notices that Billy and Billie Jean's vehicles are still in the house. So he goes and knocks on the door. Nobody answers. So he goes through the sliding glass door and um, calls out as he's walking towards the bedrooms. When he gets towards the first bedrooms, he finds Billy laying on his back on the bed. He goes up to Billy, shakes him to see if he'll respond, and then runs out of the house and has his wife call 911. Mm-hmm. Linda, who is Roy's wife, says, I know CPR. Let me see if I can help. And so she goes in the house to see if there's anything she can do. She finds the Billy in the first room. He's cold and stiff, so she knows he's dead. Um, his face looks like he's been beaten, beaten, and his neck is cut. So not only is he shot, his neck is cut, and he's also been beaten in the face. Linda then hears a noise coming from another bedroom, goes into that bedroom, and she finds Billie Jean laying on the floor with a gunshot to her head, and she is still holding their seven-month-old baby. <gasps> the baby's not injured. He's fine. Oh, my God. Who the hell shoots a woman holding a child? Like, first of all, I don't go killing anybody. But you're going to murder a woman while she's holding her child. I could throw up. Right? Yeah. She was just trying to run and save her baby. Just trying to run and save her baby. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, February 2nd of 2012, the Potters are interviewed by police at their house. They deny any knowledge. They have no knowledge of this murder other than what we've seen on the news. Like, that's all we know. But Janelle does tell investigators that the victims have been harassing the crap out of her. Holy crap. So Janelle tells investigators that the problem started when they got upset because she used a food stamp card. And then they claimed, or she claimed that the incident with the three girls made, or that after that incident, the three girls made different Facebook accounts using her pictures and claiming to be her. So the girls made Facebook accounts claiming to be Janelle. No, girl. Um, she claimed that not only that, but they hacked into her social media account to harass her. <laughs> okay. Barbara said that they threatened to, k- to kill Janelle, saying, we want you dead and I'll stomp your fucking ass. So Janelle says, but I never posted anything negative about those three, and all I did was ask that they leave me alone. 
So when asked why the girls picked her and started harassing her, Janelle said, do you want to know why? Do you want to know? Can you guess? Just guess why. Billy. No. Because they were jealous of her. <sighs> yes. So it came out to be a jealousy thing. They said I was too pretty. I'm too pretty. I'm just too pretty. Haley, don't fucking kill me because I'm too pretty. <laughs> I'm too pretty. Um, and not only that, but she's not from there. So since she's not from Mountain City, they just don't accept her. Can't come here. Can't come here. Can't, can't stay with us. You can't sit here. So Janelle tells them that she almost died from all of the stress that they caused her. She has heart problems, and her friends knew that she would get very sick over the stress. A week after the murders, Jamie confesses to his involvement in the murders. So he just, like, up and confesses. And he says that he only participated in the murders because he was scared of Buddy and Barbara. He didn't want to kill anyone, and Billy was like a brother to him. I mean, it was your cousin. So during this interview, he asked if the CIA is there. Like, in the middle of the recorded interview. Is the CIA here? <laughs> They're like, Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, bro. nah, they're not. They <laughs> don't usually come to this kind of thing. And he said that he believed that Chris and the CIA would have his back like Chris said he would. But the CIA has never been involved in this case in any way, shape, or form. There's not a Chris. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's a little bit weird that the CIA we has not know. been involved <laughs> we in don't know him. jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> Thing. We don't know him. So February two or seventh, two thousand and twelve, investigators obtain an arrest warrant for Buddy, and they search the house. They find thirty-two firearms. What? A lot of ammo, and they took a computer of Buddy's truck and Buddy's truck. So a computer in his truck. Okay, so I saw pictures of this house. I have to find them and show them to you. There are literally guns everywhere. A deer with the antlers has a knife, like laid there. Um, We're all fucking tied. Buddy was on, it's, it's in Tennessee. <laughs> You're like, volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, Buddy was on oxygen. Get a rocky top. <laughs> <laughs> but it was on oxygen, and there was like an ammo, like a like the shotgun shell ammo thing, you know? Yeah. Laid across the oxygen. I told Whitney, I was like, I cannot wait to be on oxygen <laughs> to use it for an ammo holder. <laughs> Cannot wait. Just glue bullets like we used to glue like <laughs> rhinestones on things. I love it. Bling it out, baby. Yes. All right. So following his arrest, Buddy calls Barbara on the phone from jail. It's recorded. We all fucking know it's recorded. Everybody knows it was recorded. It's 2012. You know this is recorded. Yeah. During this phone call, he confesses to the murders. But it's because of what the couple had done to Janelle. Like, they hurt my baby. Which I totally get. You hurt my baby. But, like, this is, like, they didn't actually. <laughs> yeah. And Barbara tells no him. No physical harm done. Right. <laughs> Barbara tells him during this phone call, you couldn't have been involved, baby. I saw you sitting next to me the whole time. So, she's not stupid. She knows that it's recorded. And she's like, um, no, you were at home. You were at home this whole time. And he's like, no, I killed him. I killed him good. Oh, my God. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. Okay. With all of them. Yeah. All of them. There's some so, investigators decide we're going to look for the CIA agent named Chris, right? Yeah. I want to know who this Chris guy is. It's Chris Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're unable to find any Chris working for the CIA in Johnson County. I know we're really shocked here. But they did find a Chris on Janelle's Facebook. He's a former classmate of Janelle. 
You shocked? Are you shocked? It gets it. It's not that shocking. So Chris tells law enforcement that Janelle was a very sh- a very strange girl, and I've not been in contact with her since we graduated high school in two thousand. It was two thousand and twelve. They've not <laughs> talked since two thousand. <laughs> Investigators are able to trace all of the emails back to Janelle's IP address on her computer. I told you. And this proves that Janelle was pretending to be Chris, Matt, and multiple of the other people. She pretended to be her own damn brother. She doesn't even have a brother. I just... Like, where were the parents when they were like... Was somebody like, oh, how's your son? And they're like, what son? The one that's writing all over that page over there. Defending Janelle. And they're like, huh? What? Huh? So not only... They had never met Chris. But they sent Chris multiple emails. Like, had conversations with Chris. And Chris signed it like, your son, Chris. Like, how do you not know? Like, you know. You you know. No, there, there's something wrong. Yeah. But not only that, Janelle had shown multiple pictures of Chris. Some of them were not him and, like, it wasn't his car. It wasn't his dog. But he is a, um, I want to say he was a trooper in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. And she had pictures of him in uniform and would show it to, like, send it to Jamie and was like, this is Chris. I want to know what Chris looked like. Was he hot? He was not bad looking. He was, <laughs> not, so she was stalking him too. Not bad yeah. looking. So investigators go through this computer that they seize. They find thousands and thousands and thousands of emails, messages, posts, all everything where Janelle writes messages to her parents, to Jamie, and pastes it on Facebook and this um, Facebook or this town's website. And she claims to be all of her alter egos. Like, she's just crazy. Like, they find it all coming from her. I bet they open that computer and they just closed it back. They're like, nah, <laughs> like, not going uh, through this hot mess. Well, um, so they just found, um, oh, they also found a search history of Barbara asking if God could forgive murders. Not only did she search it. she Barbara then, did? Yeah. She then emailed it to herself. Oh, like, really? my really? God. Oh, my God. Okay, could that be like murder by proxy? Murder by proxy. Yes. But like, Buddy did the murdering. I know. He, she's the proxy. Yeah. Janelle. I want to see a picture of her. Okay. She's, like what I have in my head. She's just too pretty though. She's just too pretty. But like what, I, what I'm picturing in my head I, oh, is a little troubling. Yeah, well, you know. First of all, I didn't even get into any of the trial stuff because this was so good and we are already an hour into this podcast and I feel like you're going to kill me. So you see why I had to cut stuff out. Well, yeah, but I want to like read all the transcripts now. I'm so excited. I'll send it to you. So a um, psychological and neuropsychological evaluation is conducted on Janelle before trial. The doctor concludes that defendant had an intellectual disability, which he describes as subnormal intelligence. Somebody who does not process information or retain information. He also found found where the school that she attended said that her IQ was what? You want to guess? You want to guess? Two. two. Well, <laughs> it was 72, which oh. is three levels below the average person. The average what year old, though? <laughs> like, anyone. Like, Ed Parker has a much higher oh, IQ. Oh, no. Than this girl. So, I could go on and on and on and on and about this case. And, like... Oh, my gosh. I can't... Like, I hope you post the... Like, all of the transcripts. I love it so much. But I'm not going to. I'm just going to tell you about their sentencing. Tell me. So, Janelle is sentenced to two life terms for first-degree murder. And she's... But, if she didn't do the murdering, how did she get charged with murder? 
Well, because she she didn't stop the murdering. Like it, I guess. But it, did she know if she has an IQ of seventy two? Is she? Yeah, she knew. Her sister says that she um, doesn't think that she's actually that dumb and thinks she's just very manipulative. She's eligible for parole in 2072. Okay. Her Wait, 20 what? 72. Oh, shit. Okay. So we still got 51 years to go. Okay, good. Um, Barbara. Do they have computers in prison? I'm sure they do. And okay. we're just catfishing everybody. Catfishing everybody. Yeah. Okay. Barbara. So, um, Barbara also gets life terms. It doesn't say when she's eligible for parole. But did she know about the murder? Well, I guess because she Googled. She Googled. God, yeah, she fucking God knew. forgive murderers? Does God forgive murderers? I need to know before I tell my <laughs> husband to go murder this girl and guy. So, Marvin, who actually pulled the trigger, he okay. uh, also gets sentenced to life. Okay. And uh, he gets eligible for parole. And guess when? Guess when? Like this year? No. When? Twenty-one thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> well, he ain't going nowhere. No, he's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, um, you know that was incredible. So that's my story, and I should thank Case Files because Whitney heard it on Case Files and was like, "You need to look into this." And then I looked into it, and then I could not stop. I would read and read. It's like those people that post on Facebook and like there was actually one yesterday. Now it has 435 comments and I'm like, I want to go read all of these. All of them. Yes. I wonder if that web page is still up. Ooh, I should look. I know. I um, You know what? What? I bet Buddy shopped at DeadCredifence.com. <laughs> I bet he sure did. <laughs> I to think decorate he, his um, oxygen tank. <laughs> I think he went a little overboard with deadcoatdefense.com. Yes, and like don't wind up like all the Billies. Right? Yeah. Billy, Billy Jean, not Paw Bill. Baby Billy. He was ba- safe too. Belly, baby Billy was okay. Baby Bill. <laughs> baby Bill. He shopped at Dead Crow, so he was okay. Get all of your protection stuff from www.deadcrowdefense.com.com. So they actually wouldn't sell to Billy because they defend, they believe in defending the weak by putting more firepower into the hands of the good people. Well, that's probably a good idea. Have shirts, hats, visors. And they're all in stock. All customers must legally conceal a weapon of their choosing under DCD shirts. Y'all, ammo's coming back. Get what you need for hunting season now before it's too late. (laughs) It's already hunting season, but go ahead and get what you need. And decorate your oxygen tank with them. They have tasers. They have pepper spray. They even have hairbrushes with little knives inside. So if you're feeling a little jabby-jabby while you're doing somebody's hair, you can get (laughs) stabby-stabby. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Dead Crow Defense. They're always doing free giveaways, sales, and promotions. They even (laughs) (laughs) tell us they have some big news coming soon. So, you want to stay up to date. Use the code YAYJAM. YAYJAM. At checkout for 15% off all items. Thank you, Dead Crow Defense. We love you so much. Yes, we do. Okay, wait. Now here we are. Um, So what we're going to do today is actually, since this was a good story and it was longer, we are going to leave this. And my um, rant at the beginning lasted so long. We are going to leave this into one episode, but guess what that means? 
more episodes this week Woo! yay so in total we have we will have three episodes out this week yes two on wherever you get your podcast mm-hmm. and one for all of our lovers on patreon a patreon so if you are not a patreon patreon patron if you're not a patron you're missing out home fryer yep you're gonna get okay and it's like a really good story that i have today i really wanted to switch them but i'm not i'm gonna leave that for patrons yes um it's delicious yes so um that's maybe not a good way to put it but i really do like it, it was really good okay. um don't forget to subscribe yeah um everywhere anywhere you get your podcast subscribe yep a review uh, leave us a review we oh my gosh no one somebody reviews. somebody leave me a review Thank you. Nobody wants to leave us a review anymore. No. Like us on Facebook. Yeah. Or just leave a review. I don't really give a shit (laughs) if you like us on Facebook or not. Just leave a fucking review. Leave a review. And we have a website, www.justanothermurdercast.com. And you can leave us a suggestion for a murder, which we will probably do because we love them. And if you do and we use it, maybe we'll give you like a discount. Mm-hmm. And you can also um, get the t-shirts. Is the website on there? Are the t-shirts on the on the um, website? No. Okay. They're on our Facebook, though. They're on our Facebook. So go to Facebook. I'm going to try can and see. link them, but I've been having a hard time, and okay. life's been hard. And Girl, I get just, it. You know. Um, and share. Yeah, share. We've already shared with all of our friends. So yeah, so like I'm out of people. Friends, so if you could just share. I, Haley already knows about it. Jordan also already knows about <laughs> yeah. it. Whitney found out about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and if you are interested in becoming a patron, you can go to www.patreon.com slash just another murder cast. And we want to give a big shout out to Candy and Emily, who are our, um, I forget what their level is. Engaged. You met the parents. That's the... That's the last one. They are Facebook official. Facebook official. So there are four different levels. You can choose from, and each one is going to come with something special with it. So friend zone, it's just a dollar per month, and you just get our love because we love you. Love you. Um, And for $5 a month, you can be our friend with benefits. Oh, yeah. So you get our love and appreciation, and you get the bonus episode. Bonus episode. Which is not just bonus episodes. It's also the video recordings when we do that. Like, there's other things on there. It's fun. Mm Mm-hmm. And then for $10 a month, you can be Facebook official. Yes, baby. Um, you get our love, mm-hmm. a sticker, mm-hmm. a shout out at mm-hmm. the end of the episode, mm-hmm. and all the monthly bonus stuff. <sighs> yes. And um, if you want to you be a little bit more than just My Facebook favorite official, one. If you want to be happily married, mm-hmm. it's only $25 a month, but mm-hmm. you get benefits all the benefits all the mm-hmm. benefits you the get boobies out. and all you get i'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well hey you heard it here <laughs> uh you get our love mm-hmm. you get a shout out yep. at the end of the episode you get all of our monthly bonus stuff whoop, whoop. but then guess what but you get a sticker you get a sticker you get a mug you get a mug i can't fuck away from my mug you get a t-shirt it's not our official t-shirts but it's a t-shirt correct and a poster a poster you get a poster. I can't wait to hang the poster up. And I put a, I think I already said this, but I put a promo code for our t-shirts on Patreon. Did you? Yeah. Okay, so if you're a patron, you also get a discount on the t-shirts. It's free shipping. Oh, shit. So I love it. Go order some t-shirts, everyone. Yep. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Don't forget, there's going to be two. Woohoo! All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.